We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. Baseball is in full swing. NBA playoffs are heating up. And your NFL team is gearing up for training camp. Listen to the latest on the teams you love here on the Odyssey app. The biggest sports radio stations in the country providing unrivaled local coverage of their teams all in one place exclusive interviews with players coaches and team executives streaming live and always available on demand stay in the know with your favorite teams right here on the odyssey app it is 908 and total information am continues but for the reasons stated above it is hereby ordered that the motion of the circuit attorney of the 22nd Judicial Circuit filed herein for the benefit of Lamar Johnson is granted. After almost three decades in prison, Lamar Johnson is a free man. He walked out of the courthouse in downtown St. Louis yesterday after St. Louis Circuit Judge David Mason, whom you're hearing there, vacated Johnson's murder conviction. That was for the 1994 death of Marcus Boyd. Joining us are two attorneys on Lamar Johnson's team. From Brian Cave, Leighton Paisner, we welcome in studio Charlie Weiss. Thanks for being with us. And also on the phone, Jonathan Potts. Welcome both of you. Thank you. Thank you. Good to have both of you here. First of all, congratulations. Congratulations to Mr. Johnson and his family. Freeing Lamar Johnson was an effort of the St. Louis Circuit Attorney's Office and the Midwest Innocence Project. Both of you are part of that. Charlie, let me start with you. How did that work? We started uh, in the case in 2019. And... uh, uh, when, when uh, Kim Gardner, the circuit attorney, filed a motion to vacate the conviction, uh, that motion was uh, uh, dismissed because it wasn't timely. First, the person was in jail for 28 years, and the motion, I think, under the rule has to be filed within 15 days from the judgment. So, that, uh, so we got involved. Uh, uh, that was appealed to the Missouri Supreme Court, and Jonathan and I got involved uh, representing uh, a number of circuit attorneys around the country to file an amicus brief on behalf of Lamar Johnson and Kim Gardner. And so then when the uh, Supreme Court affirmed that, but then we got involved in helping draft the innocent stat- statute in Missouri, uh, which was the statute that Kim Gardner used to file the new motion uh, to vacate the conviction of Lamar Johnson. And we were appointed by Kim Gardner assistant circuit attorneys to represent the office in the case. Uh, Jonathan, uh, Johnson's family was there in the courtroom. His daughter, who grew up with him in prison, his mother, who said she never lost hope. Can you give us a little bit of an idea of what it was like in the courtroom and what it was like for you? (laughs) Absolutely. As you can imagine, there was a lot of nervous energy uh, leading up to the court's decision. You, You go through this and you spend years and you think that it's really clear that you have someone on your hands who's just absolutely innocent. But there's always that question of, whether the judge is going to believe him, you know. So when that ruling actually came down, I mean, it, it was just exhilarating. 
How did uh, Charlie this go down with the former prosecutor, police detective on the case, both admitting there was no evidence linking Johnson to the murder, uh, except an eyewitness who identified Johnson through a ski mask? Is that right? That's cor- correct. It be, uh, the the murder occurred uh, on October 30 at nine o'clock at night. It was pitch dark. There were no street lights working. The only light that was illuminating at all was from the stairwell where Marcus Boyd, the victim, and the eyewitness, uh, Mr. Elking, sat. And so uh, the two murderers came around the side of the house. They were dressed in completely all black, like ninja uniforms. They had a black, they both had black masks on. The only thing that was visible were the eyes. Uh, They quickly shot Mr. Boyd sitting on the porch, pointed the gun at, at the eyewitness, Greg Elking and did not shoot him, thank God, and he ran away. Um, so that's what happened in the case, and he uh, later on was coerced, influenced by the police to identify uh, Lamar Johnson, saying that he recognized his eyes, that he had a lazy eye. Uh, in fact, Johnson does not have a lazy eye, and there's nothing wrong with his eyes, but that's what was suggested to him, and he did identify them at trial, and that's what led to the conviction. So that was the only thing. So the Missouri Attorney General's office under Eric Schmidt had not been, uh, had basically defended this conviction, said all of the new evidence and the eyewitnesses that came forward were lying. Um, but now the Attorney General's office, I understand, says that the courts have spoken. Is it your understanding, Charlie, that they are not going to pursue this in any way? I saw that in this morning's paper, uh, that quote. However, under the innocent statute uh, uh, under which the case was brought, the attorney general cannot appeal. Uh, the, only, uh, the only rights of appeal, if Kim Gardner, if we had lost the case, she could appeal. At that point, the attorney general could intervene in the appeal, but they cannot file their own appeal. Attorney Jonathan Potts is on the phone. Lamar Johnson is a free man. He walked out yesterday, but will he receive anything else? Will he receive money, Jonathan, uh, from the state for this unlawful conviction? No. The way that Missouri law works right now is that the only way that a wrongfully convicted person will receive money from the state is if they were exonerated by DNA. That didn't happen here. Lamar was convicted because it was a shoddy investigation. There was an eyewitness who made up testimony on the stand, and all those things don't actually lead to getting any sort of money. So you have to imagine right now, Lamar is coming out a 49-year-old man. He doesn't have a home. He doesn't have clothes. He doesn't have credit. He doesn't have anything. He's truly just starting completely fresh. And, and it's a it's a challenging position for him to be in. No kidding. Uh, Charlie, you had mentioned the, uh, I, I guess, the new state law that Kim Gardner used, which, from what I understand, allows prosecutors a path to appeal cases in which they believe the defendant was wrongly convicted. And I think this is what helped to free Kevin Strickland, right, who is in the same position, who was in prison since 1979, also doesn't get any money from the state for his unlawful conviction. Um is So are we to believe, because many of us don't understand all the ins and outs of the legal system, if I'm a prosecutor and I send someone to prison and I know they're innocent, there was nothing I could do about it? First of all, prosecutors have absolute immunity. You cannot accuse a, a, a sue a prosecutor for money for wrongful conviction. They have absolute immunity. Uh, 
others, investigators, police officers, and others like those have uh, qualified immunity, and they can be sued later on. Uh, in Missouri, we do not have a statute, as many states do, for a, uh, a, a wrongfully convicted person or an innocent person like Lamar who is, uh, who is declared innocent. Uh, there is a, I understand there's a measure pending right now in the legislature in Missouri to provide compensation. I don't know where that will go. Charlie, let me ask you a question that Debbie asked Jonathan. His mother was in there. His daughter was in the room. What was it like in that courtroom? The courtroom was, as, as the hearing, uh, the courtroom was packed with, with the spectators. Uh, during the hearing, there were, I think, like 12 exonerees from around the country came and, and, and attended the hearing. Uh, yesterday, again, the courtroom was packed with people. His, his daughter was there. His former girlfriend was there. Um, it was an exciting place. Um, I think we were all hoping, uh, and we had a lot of optimism based upon the judge's uh, comments and reactions during the hearing, that he would find Lamar innocent, and he did. He, did, he not only vacated the conviction, but he found him actually innocent. He, he ruled that there was clear and convincing evidence that he was actually innocent, and that's rare in these cases. And this is not new for you, though. I understand this is the fifth time that you have been on a case like this? This is the fifth time that uh, I've handled a, an innocent case since 2009 when the first such case was Josh Kieser. Uh, Rich Callahan was the judge at that point uh, in Jefferson City and freed Josh Kieser. Josh is still around today. He's very active in the innocence cases. Um, right now he is very uh, actively promoting a, uh, a statute he'd like to introduce in the legislature to regulate jailhouse informants, the testimony of jailhouse informants. So those are rewarding things. You get somebody like Josh Kieser out of prison who's bright, really a bright person. He was in jail. He went in jail at 17. He got out at 35. But he's, made a, but he's, he's done some good in his life since he's been out. Jonathan, a final word from you before we go. What do you uh, personally feel here as you, as you walk away from this? What I think is Lamar is just an incredibly inspiring person. He, he went to prison when he was 21 years old, and he spent the next 28 years of his life in there. And all the times that Charlie and I have met with Lamar, he has never said one unkind or bitter word about a single person. I mean, for to hear that is it's very, very moving on our end. Um, I, I know I just hope that the people who are listening keep an open mind that there are people who are out there who really are innocent. And that you know, our elected officials like Ms. Gardner are doing what they can to make sure that these wrongs are corrected. That is Jonathan Potts and Charlie Weiss joining us in studio. Attorneys from Brian Cave, Leighton Paisner, who helped to free Lamar Johnson, who walked out of the courtroom yesterday, a free man. Thank you both for joining us. It's been a very fascinating case to follow. Thank you for having us. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? 
Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com.